That's just a taste of a very beautiful piece of music for a string quartet by Pierre Jalbert. This is the second movement of a three-movement quartet, Glass is a Place, and the piece is called Icefield Sonnets. We heard the Ying Quartet performing. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted, and today the Ying Quartet and their life music project is the subject of the show, and I'm very fortunate to have as my guest Philip Ying, who is the violist of the Ying Quartet and also a past president of Chamber Music America, just a very dynamic advocate for uh, classical music of all kinds. Philip, thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you, Seth. Well, Philip, we're going to get back to the Life Music Project in a little bit because I do think it's such a fascinating series of commissions and, um, of course, shows the Ying Quartet's dedication to new music. But first of all, tell us about how the Ying Quartet got started. You guys at one time were an all-brother-and-sister quartet. I think that's uh, pretty unique. How did that come about? The Ying Quartet is actually originally from the Chicago area. We call Chicago our hometown. We grew up in the northern suburb of Winnetka. At the time that we were growing up, I think our parents thought that... uh, not only did they want to take advantage of the wonderful school music programs that were there up in Winnetka and Nutra High School, uh, but they just thought that an appreciation of music was an important thing to be doing in addition to all of the academic work that they hoped we were also pursuing. And little did they know that with all of their encouragement, sending us for private lessons at the Music Institute of Chicago, allowing us to go to summer music camps from the time that we were very young. All of this added up to a love of music from myself and all of my siblings. Eventually, when we decided to go to conservatory, we realized we had, of course, the right instrumentation to be a string quartet, and it was the encouragement of the Cleveland Quartet, who were in residence at the Eastman School of Music. Uh, it It was with their encouragement that we finally decided to give it a real go to see where it would Um, take us to see if we could actually get along and and play together. And one thing led to another. We received many, many wonderful opportunities from so many people. Uh, We played together as an all-sibling string quartet for the first 18 years of our life and um, only relatively recently made our first switch. And we now have a first violinist, Ayano Ninomiya, who is not a family member but feels like a family member at this point. Um, So she is now the first violinist of our quartet, and we continue with three other siblings. We're based in Rochester, New York at the Eastman School of Music. Let's talk now about the Life Music Project because this has become really closely identified with the Ying Quartet and especially this idea of commissioning so many new works. What was the inspiration for the Life Music Project? How did it come about? The, the Life Music Project was really born out of the opportunity to commission from this organization called the Institute for New Music. And it was also at the same time a result of our experience in rural Iowa. Uh, The chapter of our life where we lived for two years in a tiny town called Jessup, Iowa, a population of 2,000 people in northeast Iowa, made a huge difference in our lives. It made a huge difference in how we view ourselves as, as performers, how we communicate with audiences, what we believe a performance is, that it's not just in a formal concert hall, but can be anywhere where people can concentrate on the music. I think after our two years there in, in rural Iowa, we wanted to create a commissioning project that would support our belief that music can be a part of everyday life, that that new music should not be some scary, esoteric, academic thing that uh, somehow people have to endure, but really falls in the same part of the string quartet tradition that says music is, is one of the most intimate expressions of the human soul. It's something that we all share because we're all human beings. We wanted to see how that could happen with new music, and so that's why we came up with this idea of Life Music Commission. We had no preconceived idea of what kind of composer we wanted. 
the only thing that we made explicit to tie this this project together is to ask each composer to be inspired by something in the American experience. Um, and we didn't put it past there. We didn't know what kind of answers we would get, but I think the, the various pieces that have come out of it together form a collective that begins to show the range of, of what's possible in, in saying who we are, what, what do we share as Americans in, uh, in music through a string quartet. Well, one of the composers you chose for the first Life Music Project was Kevin Putz. Tell us what we're going to hear in this piece and how the collaboration with Kevin came about. We know Kevin because he was a fellow undergraduate at the Eastman School of Music at the same time that we were there. Kevin has, of course, gone on to be a very successful composer, uh, winner of the Pulitzer Prize in 2012. We asked him to write a piece that was somehow based on the American experience. This was in the very late 90s, and he wrote a piece called Dark Vigil, which was inspired by the Columbine school shootings. It's a very emotional piece. It cries out. Um, it's searing. Um, it's, uh, you know, it draws in, in some ways in some of the same places of the human spirit as a, as a composer like Shostakovich, who, who had to deal with some of the darkest places of, of human experience. And um, to hear, hear Kevin do that through a string quartet is, is really gripping. And, and I think that's the emotional substance of this piece. Well, this is a pretty long piece, so we're just going to hear an excerpt. This is the Ying Quartet performing part of Dark Vigil by Kevin Putz.
We heard just an excerpt, and I really wish that we could feature the whole thing because I do believe it's a, a wonderfully effective piece, but an excerpt there of Dark Vigil by composer Kevin Putz. And Kevin was the very first composer ever commissioned by the Ying Quartet, who we heard performing there for their Life Music project, which is the theme of the show today. Uh, again, I do wish we could play the whole thing because I, I just really, in my opinion, it's a very effective piece. It was uh, a reaction to the horrific shootings that happened at Columbine High School. The piece was written in 1999, so that was very fresh in the minds of the uh, then 27-year-old composer. And I just feel that instead of kind of dwelling on, on the tragic elements, you can certainly hear the tragedy in the piece, but there's also, in my mind, a, a yearning, a, a sense that, that uh, perhaps healing is forthcoming. So I, I do think it's a very effective piece. Again, that was Dark Vigil by composer Kevin Putz, performed by the Ying Quartet. And Philip Ying, the violist of the Ying Quartet, is my guest today. And Philip, it must have been such an interesting experience for you guys to uh, put this idea out there to composers, to write a piece of music that's representative in their minds of the American experience, and then to get such a, a wide and, and varied response. Yeah, and it's been fascinating for us to have a different point of view from every composer, not only musically uh, in terms of style, but also inspiration. Well, tell me how Michael Torkey approached this idea. Michael's style is uh, minimalist, or you might say post-minimalist at this point, very propulsive based on, on repetitive motives. He decided to write a piece about standing on a street corner in Manhattan. And it's perfect. The rush of traffic, the pulsing energy of the city, I think it's a perfect backdrop for the style of music that he decided to write for us. Um, and so this piece is uh, about standing on that street corner <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon when all these, all these cars and traffic and energy of the city keeps rushing by. Let's have a listen to the third movement of Corner in Manhattan by Michael Torkey. We have Houston Street in the Morning, performed by the Ying Quartet. Thank you. 
string quartet evocative of a cityscape. We heard the third movement of Corner in Manhattan. That was Houston Street in the Morning by Michael Torkey. And it is Houston Street, as I learned many years ago on my first trip to New York when I said Houston and was was corrected <laughs> by New Yorkers, and I, I will never forget that. That piece was performed by the Ying Quartet, and it was also commissioned by them for their Life Music Project. I'm talking with Philip Ying of the Ying Quartet about their Life Music Project. And Philip, I, I, it's such a fascinating project, especially this celebrating of the American identity. But we know that the American identity is very complicated, uh, this being a very big country and a country of immigrants. There's a lot of different ways to go about that. And for you guys, you, you all grew up here in the suburbs of Chicago, but you are of Chinese descent. So you have a mixed Chinese-American heritage. And one of the composers you chose to work with, Chen Yi, is a, a Chinese composer who's been living in the States for a number of years. Tell me about the piece that she wrote for you and how she decided to celebrate your shared Chinese-American heritage. Chen Yi is one of our favorites uh, because of who she is. She's such, if you've ever met her, she's an, an absolutely exuberant, warm person, so excited about music, about young musicians. Uh, it's just a joy to be around her. She writes in a style that very consciously blends certain musical uh, elements of traditional Chinese music with Western classical music, and, and that's one of the reasons why we chose her. It's about celebrating the Chinese New Year in Kansas City. This particular movement is called uh, Making the Hand-Pulled Noodles. It very directly is sort of a, a musical capture of this technique of Chinese chefs where you start with a ball of dough and you stretch it with your hands and you just keep stretching it. And when the dough reaches just the right consistency, it starts to become noodles in your hand. And they just start to appear and uh, the noodles grow geometrically because you're dividing them. Um, and suddenly you're, you have a whole handful of like perfectly formed noodles. It's quite magical when you when you see this done by an expert chef. Chen Yi decided to make a musical equivalent where she really takes musical lines, winding musical lines that form just like these hand-pulled noodles. It's a really fascinating piece uh, and one that has so many resonances and, and yet is just a, a, a really beautiful piece. Let's have a listen. This is Chen Yi celebrating the Chinese New Year in her new home in Kansas City. This is Making the Hand-Pulled Noodles, performed by the Ying Quartet. Thank you. 
We just listened to Making the Hand-Pulled Noodles. I, I really love that piece, although I'm biased because I like a lot of things by Chen Yi, the composer of that piece. And that explores her Chinese heritage and this idea of keeping that alive even as she lives in Kansas City and is celebrating the Chinese New Year. We heard it performed by the Ying Quartet, who commissioned it as part of their Life Music Project, a series of commissions exploring facets of the diverse American experience. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My guest today is Philip Ying, the violist of the Ying Quartet, a string quartet that's doing wonderful things through their life music commissions. You can find out more about the program on our Facebook page or on our website at relevanttones.com. Well, Philip, this life music project has been going on for some time. And, uh, you know, as such, you've been able to address through art and, and through the creation of new music, not only cultural identity in this country, but also some pretty significant historical events. And the next piece that we're going to feature by Augusta Reed Thomas is an especially powerful example of that. Tell us a little bit about this piece. She decided to write a piece that in a way is very abstract, but you know you get some sense of, of what she's after when you look at the way the piece is marked. It says, a majestic, unyielding. And then she titles it Eagle at Sunrise. It's a piece that she actually wrote in September of 2001. Um, so that's a very significant time in our, in our nation's history. And, and you think about using the force, the inner force of her music to say something about eagle, our national symbol, at sunrise, and, and to put words like determined, majestic, unyielding in the score. It's pretty powerful. And I, and I know that Gusty is, uh, has had a very important place in, in the culture and musical life of Chicago. So um, with our own background in Chicago, it's, it's great to be able to include her music. Let's have a listen then to Philip and his siblings, the Ying Quartet, perform Eagle at Sunrise by Augusta Reed Thomas.
piece composed in September of 2001 after the tragic events of 9-11. That was Eagle at Sunrise by Augusta Reed Thomas, performed there for us by the Ying Quartet. Again, another commission by the Ying Quartet for their Life Music Project. And as I said right before we heard that piece, I, I just think you know the Life Music Project is uh, really a, a, an amazing musical project in that it's it's uh, it's been there for some of these big moments in recent American history and has been able to artistically address those moments and has resulted in uh, some fantastically relevant and poignant music. Well, the next response we had to the Life Music Project is a composer who decided to write a series of love letters, and I, I think that's uh, that, that's really wonderful. What's what's more, uh, well, you know, love is one of the big parts of, of life for most of us, or we hope that it is. And you know, Philip, uh, Carter Pan is the name of the composer, and it's not someone whose music I, I'm very familiar with. So what? Uh, tell me about his music. What does it sound like? Carter Pan writes music seemingly effortlessly. It, you know, it's kind of a wonderful gift. He absorbs influences. That's Carter is a, one of these composers that seems to absorb it all and, and write so fluidly and fluently. Um, he wrote us a piece called Love Letters, which is all about the, the feelings and the process of falling in love um, probably somewhat distantly related to um, Janacek's piece of, of the same title, but not the same kind of tortured, anguished, you know, feeling of, um, of Janacek's outpouring. It's uh, more just the, the dizzying and the delirious and the, uh, the rapture and the sweetness of a love relationship. Uh, it's, a fun, it's a fun piece to play uh, and really shows off Carter's fluency. Let's have a listen to the third and fourth movements of Love Letters by Carter Pan. We're going to hear Limbo and Passions, both performed by the Ying Quartet.
Two movements from Love Letters by Carter Pan, Limbo and Passions, both performed by the Ying Quartet from the first of their Life Music CDs. The last piece that we're going to feature has some very provocative titles for the movements. Cold is a cell, glass is a place, north is a notion. I mean, just wonderfully provocative titles that really put a very specific images in your mind. These movements comprise the string quartet called Icefield Sonnets by Pierre Jalbert. And Philip, do you know how he decided to write a piece inspired by these kind of barren winter landscapes? Uh, he decided to write a piece based on uh, the work of an American poet, Anthony Holley. And uh, I, th- I believe that at the time, well, the poet for, definitely was living in North Dakota. At this time that you and I are speaking, Seth, I think North Dakota is having a high uh, of four or zero. I think they're talking about a, a sub-zero high. Um, this is poetry about the, the cold, the winters, the severe winters that can, um, that can grip North Dakota. Uh, so this is, this is music that's supposed to be icy and cold and about frigid uh, winters. Uh, I think it's really effective, and you can hear all of that in this piece. 
Let's hear two movements from Pierre Jalbert's Icefield Sonnets. The first movement, Cold is a Cell, and the third movement, North is a Notion. This is the Ying Quartet.
cold is a cell in which one is allowed to walk around the lake and think of walking or defend the logic of glacier water. Sing the oval with a skate's blade, habits of its shape, the way a lip leaves an imprint, on glass a trace, air enough just to shake the frame. A poem by Anthony Hawley that I think uh, really conjures up the, the sort of airless feeling that you have when you're in a very, very, very cold space. And the uh, poem was also the inspiration for the music we heard, Icefield Sonnets by composer Pierre Jalbert. We heard the first movement, Cold as a Cell, from the uh, poem I just read, and the third movement, North as a Notion, performed by the Ying Quartet, and the piece was commissioned by them for their life music project. And what a fantastic piece of music it is. Again, like the poet there conjuring up that kind of airless vacuum that you feel in, in a very cold space. I think that the uh, the string writing there does the same exact thing with the very high sounds, the uh, lack of vibrato, almost no warmth coming from what we typically think of as very warm instruments, the, the string family. My guest today on the program has been Philip Ying, the violist of the Ying Quartet. Philip, thanks so much for talking to me today. It's been a, a pleasure hearing you guys perform. You're, you're all magnificent performers, and this Life Music Project is such a wonderful thing, and you've added so much to the string quartet repertoire. So thanks again for being a, a guest on the program today, and continued success. Yeah, thank you, Seth. All the music that we heard today from the Life Music CDs is available on iTunes or Amazon, and there are links on our website, relevanttones.com. And you can find out more about the Ying Quartet on their site, Ying4, and that is the numeral 4, ying4.com. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McWhorters at WFMT, with special thanks to Brett Lewis. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, Carol Joins and Abby O'Neill, an anonymous donor, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm your host, Seth Bosted, and thank you very much for listening.